Welcome to The Brand Manual, a podcast exploring brand identity and messaging. We talk to business pros who have something to say about how creative strategies fuel their brands. Matt, thank you so much for being here, man. We are just thrilled to have you on our on our podcast, but also I'm thrilled about, about the Brazos Valley, and I am thrilled for the, the piece that the Economic Development Corporation does and what they do for our company or for our city. So if you would, give us an overview. Hey, it's a pleasure to visit with you guys today, and thanks so much for the opportunity. Um, I share your passion for the Brazos Valley. Uh, the Brazos Valley Economic Development Corporation serves the two cities, as well as the county and Texas A&M University and our private investors and private businesses within the community to further the development and the opportunity for job creation and job growth and companies to be recruited and even entrepreneurs like yourselves to start businesses here in the Brazos Valley. So we're having a blast doing that. And uh, that's a big overview in terms of uh, what we do. The, so the Brazos Valley, for, for anybody who may, may be listening and not from here, has just seen inside the last five years, has seen explosive growth. And a lot of that effort is from the BVEDC. And so first off, thanks for improving the town that we live in. <laughs> but also, I want to hear how that, how that happens. I want to know what that looks like from, from your side. Yeah, truly, we can't take the credit for that. Thank you. That's very kind <laughs> of today. But honestly, it really is our partnerships. And it's those partnerships with the two cities, with the county, with Texas A&M University, and particularly with our private businesses in the community, all coming together for the sole purpose of job creation and just making this a better place for us all to live. Um, and I see that happening every day. We get calls all the time from different types of companies, different industries, and they're all interested in what's happening in our community. I love to tell the story that this is not by accident in terms of our growth. It's by design. And um, a perfect example of that is this publication of our economic index that we're uh, delighted to be a part of every single month. That's a highlight, almost like checking your blood pressure in terms of the health of our economy within the Brazos Valley, and that's getting published through the Private Enterprise Research Center using data from the Dallas Federal Reserve Bank. And what happens is we look at the health of the economy in our local community every single month and then publish that data to the world. And so that's giving us a lot of awareness and recognition with investors from around the world, as well as um, allowing folks to see how we compete compared to the big metros around us like Dallas, Houston, Austin, and San Antonio, um, while at the same time just raising that awareness of who and what we are in terms of being in the center of what we call the Texas Triangle. Yeah, I, the Texas Triangle is, um, I, there's power in it in a way that a lot of people don't understand sort of what goes into um, demographically speaking, the population centers um, and how we're uniquely positioned there. I was talking to a guy who's a business owner uh, in Cincinnati, Ohio today, and he said, now, where are you? And I said, we're in Bryan College Station. And he says, right, but where, where is that? And so explaining, you know, where we are, how we are uniquely situated in the proximity 
Um, what what are the population numbers there? And then why does that you know look so promising when you start looking down the horizon um, and and forecasting? Yeah, don't quote me on these specific numbers, but I'm just going to talk in round numbers. Okay. Look at the state's population around 28 million or so. Um, 70% of the state's population is basically within a two, well, an hour to a three hour drive of Bryan College Station. Right. So because we're so strategically located within the state of Texas, where really the greatest concentration of people are living, um, that, that's a huge advantage. In addition to that, um, we're showing a doubling of that population within the next 20 years or so, wow. which is also, you know, there's a lot of room for growth, a lot of land, a lot of opportunity there. But for me, what I hear so often from site selectors and, you know, companies that are looking at possibly moving here and folks that already have made that move or, or long-term companies that have been in the Brazos Valley, maybe mm-hmm. for generations, they talk and we talk about the fact that we're in close enough proximity to those major metros that if we need to go there, we can. But the nice thing is is that we're not in the midst of a lot of that congestion, that faster pace of life. And so there's this sense of quality of life within the Brazos Valley that a lot of people have a hard time necessarily maybe putting their finger on it. But I know that it's very attractive to a lot of folks because of the Absolutely. The quality of our residents um, and the quality of life that we have and the infrastructure, the amenities that we have, the healthcare, the schools. Um, I remember we were actually living in Mississippi. So I can I've lived in the Brazos Valley three different times now since I was a student at AM. <laughs> um, and moving back, I mentioned to my wife uh, one Saturday morning, I said, So, you know, we can live anywhere because you know it's like you, you know, we have this digital remote world and people can um, work from wherever they live. That's right. Yeah. One of the things that, you know, I said was, so where would you like to move? And she's like, I don't need a map for that. It's a no brainer back to Bryan College Station to the Brazos Valley. Um, and it's, it, it is, it's that attraction that uh, folks have, whether you're just getting out of school or whether you're starting a young family or middle of your career or even retirees. We've got all of these demographic groups that are wanting to move back to our area or move to our area for the first time. So you 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 do a lot of work, or or I have observed rather. So feel free to correct me, but the 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 BVEDC does a lot of work, kind of uh, attracting and facilitating, nourishing potential corporations into our our town. There's a lot of selling points. There's a lot of really great things about this. What is, you know, what is, what is one of these that you run into all the, all of the time that I wouldn't even necessarily think is a big selling point? Well, I, I, there's so many benefits to our area. And I know that sounds like maybe that's something I'm supposed to say, but truly I mean, (laughs) um, the location obviously is huge. Um, the access though, to the talent and the quality of our, residents and our citizens here is probably our number one asset. And I say that we had an international company come through just recently. And and mind you, we have, you know, companies that are very high tech. We have manufacturing, we have um, professional services. 
all different types of industries and companies that are looking at the Brazos Valley to expand here because we are such an attractive location mm-hmm. for them and, and there's so much business opportunity here. But um, in addition to the domestic um, growth that we're seeing, we see a lot of foreign direct investment. And so this is a quick story that's really fun about an international company that came through and um, it was a family business and they're still actually, it's an active project for us. So I'm not going to tell you the name of them because they haven't made that final decision yet. Right. Yet. They're going to join <laughs> us. Yet, exactly. Um, but we, we spent two days together and we did everything from, you know, talking with our business leaders to talking with our public officials to looking at potential sites. We even took them, St. Joseph's was so kind to allow us to do an aerial tour of the Brazos Valley in their helicopter. Nice. Uh, there wasn't yeah. an emergency. And so we were yes. able to see the Brazos Valley from the air. But literally, um, this family business, you know, multi-generation, international business, looking at um, moving from another country to here to basically the entire family would immigrate and they would set up shop in the Brazos Valley. They kept saying, there's just something about this place and we cannot put our finger on it. That's right. So I kept thinking, well, what would be like a nice representation of that? So we actually ended our visit at the Bonfire Memorial hmm. and um, talked about the Aggie tradition and in this case, the Aggie spirit. Hmm. And I think that, you know, we talk about the Aggie spirit. I don't know if you guys are Aggies or not. I'm an Aggie, but it really is part of our the, the thread and, and the fabric of our entire community. It transcends the university it's really become a regional part of who we are. And, um, you know, the five core qualities um, of the university, I think, are a big part of that. But people see that. They see the quality of our, our um, upcoming workforce, but also our, you know, the workforce that has already gotten some years of experience. Right. Um, anyway, they, they joked about that. They literally said, there just seems to be some kind of spirit about this place and we mm. can't put our finger on it. And that's like, well, yeah, we'll show them the Aggie spirit. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. really cool. You can almost put your finger on it. I mean, it's almost that tangible. It oh, is. And, and there's been other companies, I don't mean to interrupt, that have yeah. seen it too. I think about like Skyrider and Nift. One's Denver-based, one's Boston-based. Both of their CEOs have just said, man, there's something amazing about your community, the quality of your people. They work in teams. They're teachable. They're coachable. The work ethic is so great. Um, they have a can-do attitude. They're uh, they're creative. I mean, and you just you can't make this up. You right. Know, it's it's really, true, really, and it is true. That's exactly. It, it is. Right. It is true. And um, you know, we we do business coast to coast, and it's nice to be able to hop on a flight and go wherever we need to go. And, and to experience San Francisco or Boston or whatever. But it's so nice to be able to get back on that flight and know I'm coming back to a small community. I know where the best tacos are. I know who I can call for great coffee. You know, in, and when we've uh, hired talent, it's for all of the reasons you've just mentioned. You know, we could uh, relocate in Houston or Dallas. We have family in both places. But why would we? I mean, th- th- we are attracting young talent out of the university as much as we need to hire. They come in, and the thing that is um, really 
I almost said it has blessed us. It has been, it has been the lifeblood for our organization is to know that they have bought in. There is such a, I, I, I put everything into the center of the table. We're here to really serve other people. Well, the quality and the caliber of students coming out of a and it, it is unique. You know, we are both Aggies. It's true. And I know that biases us, but, um, <laughs> But I, I don't know that you can just plop yourself down into any other university town and necessarily get that same result. It, there is a, um, I don't know, it, and it feels intangible, but you you know it when you feel it, if that makes There's sense. There's a sense of community here, and it does transcend the university. I had the privilege, uh, about, oh gosh, it's been a month ago, I spoke at the graduation for Vista College. Mm. 50 graduates got their associate's degrees in things like um, welding, HVAC, medical tech, uh, dental. And these folks are amazing. They love the Brazos Valley. They're filling this incredible, incredibly huge skills gap that we have within the community. That's right. And um, it, it's really fun to see, like you said, how the Brazos Valley has really come together in, in light of this. So you serve on the uh, the advisory council for Relis. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. How has that impacted the community? Yeah, this is probably the biggest and most important thing that companies are looking for when they are investigating or discovering and, and trying to determine where they might, might want to move. And that is they want to know, is there a connection between the talent providers, the educators, and industry. And that's what's so wonderful about Relis is it's literally, uh, I'm not going to say perfect, but close to perfect example of that because we're human. Nobody's perfect. But in terms of what we're seeing in uh, competition with other communities, there's very few communities that can boast of those kinds of organizations and relationships that have developed to really tie between industry and talent. The other thing that industry looks for, and it's very specific, is they want to know, is industry, does it have a place to influence curriculum and development for mm. new jobs? So I'll give you a perfect example of that, cyber. and yeah. and Blend are now focusing very much on cybersecurity. And cyber is a huge need within industry and growing for national security purposes and many other reasons. We can think about coronavirus and so many other things that are happening around the world where our globe is really coming to us and that, that we're all connected in so many ways. Um, but especially when we think about the internet and we think about um, making sure that our data is safe, that's right. yet a whole new industry that's rising up and here we have um, our local education providers, even at the, the high school level, is really focusing on this through uh, Bryan ISD and College Station ISD to prepare those future workers for those positions that some of those exist, but they, they estimate that like 75% of those positions don't even exist right now because technology is you know, outpacing, obviously, that need at this point. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. 
So I, I got to sit in on um, a class at Relis uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe a week ago. Uh, it was called um, Entrepreneurship in Marketing, which is, you know, my lifeblood. I, I got so excited to even just, I, I honestly, I got so excited that that class even existed because when I was in college, right. yeah. there was nothing like that. It was, it was agrarian. It was farm. Maybe I'm dating myself a little bit, but that's, that's what we did. Um, so to sit in on that class and he's running through pricing models that I talk about every single day, it was so exciting. And I think that's what you're talking about with Relis is it is this, it's a connection. It's the connection between these two very different worlds. And it's kind of that conduit. The application, not just, yeah. not just the theory part. Yeah. I completely agree with you. You mentioned a minute ago, this whole idea of the lifeblood. Um, that really is small business is the lifeblood of the Brazos Valley. Um, right. Don't host a large corporate um, headquarters like Google or Microsoft yet. Yet, right. <laughs> if you look at so many of the companies that are starting, they're starting by entrepreneurs like yourselves um, that have either grown up here or moved here or decided to stay after their education. And so you don't have to go to work necessarily for one of the big five accounting firms anymore. Right. Like it used to be back in the day. Now there are options and A&M has really focused that with that as well as blend on entrepreneurship so that, um, you know, it, the world looks different today than it did. Yeah, it really does. So, Tell us what from from the EDC. What is what's next on the horizon? What what I know. There's a lot that you can't share, but as you're talking to the community, what do you get? What do you get excited about? Gosh, I, I almost feel like I have to pinch myself every day, and I really mean that. That there's such joy in the work that we're doing because we're helping change people's lives and the trajectory for generations of what will be happening in terms of the quality of life and what's what life will look like here in the Brazos Valley. So needless to say, I'm pretty jazzed about that, if that's the right term. Mm-hmm. But, um, as far as what I'm excited about right now, uh, probably the, the thing that we're most focused on and really thrilled about is having a strategy behind our work and having focus in our work. So the community, again, invested and did a wonderful job with us being able to have the honor of facilitating a process to develop a five-year strategy for economic development for the Brazos Valley. Okay. This is the EDC's um, strategy. This is the community strategy. That's so fantastic. Literally, there's representatives from the two cities, the county, A&M, and all of our private businesses that are involved in this process. And we're looking at specific facets of targeted industries that um, align well with um, our education partners that we will go after those companies in terms of recruiting them to come here. We've got a wonderful committee that's focused on entrepreneurs and and innovation led by two amazing entrepreneurs that are homegrown, uh, Jeff McDougall and James Benham. Um, Mm -hmm. They're doing a wonderful job. We've got a talent committee that's really focused on industry and our talent, headed by Jerry Farrell with Fujifilm, Dyson Biotechnologies. And then last but not least, we have this powerhouse of a committee on infrastructure. 
So if you ask people what's their biggest concern regarding our growth, it's congestion. We don't want to become another, you know, Austin, so to speak. We love Austin, but in terms of their traffic, it's a, it's a challenge for them. So we've, we're taking strides to stay ahead of that from an infrastructure standpoint, as well as a quality of life standpoint. So uh, for me, that's kind of a long answer, but short story is that strategy and just seeing all of the involvement from so many people in the community. We've got former chancellors, former chairs of the Board of Regents, we've got former mayors, we've got current mayors, you know, we've got the judge involved. I mean, just seeing all of these folks come together, um, it's it's pretty exciting. So Yeah, I imagine so. Man, that would be a room to walk into. Well, and there's there are different action teams meeting at different times, so they're not all meeting at once. There is a coordinating council that's headed up by some great folks, Casey Oldham with Oldham Goodwin, mm-hmm. uh, Andy Morris, uh, who's our Dean of Innovation at Texas A&M University, and then Spencer Clements, who heads up the Atlas Initiative out in our uh, park out there with the Stella Hotel and all. But yeah, there's just really good things going on. That's fantastic. Well, Matt, thank you for joining us today, man. This has been extremely informative, but also uh, just for inspiring, inspiring, yeah. but also just exciting. It I mean, makes, it makes me, um, you know, at, we'll be able to go back to our team and shop and be able to say, you guys picked totally, you picked the right place <laughs> to land and to start careers because the sky's the limit. So thank you for being on the show. Let's continue the conversation. And thanks so much for the opportunity today. Of course. Absolutely. Take right. care. Thanks, Matt. Thank Thanks for listening to this episode of the Brand Manual Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We'd be super grateful if you shared. You can find the other episodes on Apple Podcast and Spotify. We'll see you next time on the Brand Manual Podcast.